0: Can we just give God a a moment of silent praise, just self-reflective praise? Wherever you are in your home, wherever you are at work, if you're in your car, if you're traveling, let's let's just give God some praise and some recognition about how amazing he is. If this year hasn't done anything, it's caused all of us to just reflect on the goodness of God. So we want to thank our praise team, Elder Mark Taylor, for that inspirational song. Because our God is so amazing. Let's go to God in prayer before our message on this morning. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on this place. God, is in your very presence on today that we just want to say thank you. God, it's our prayer that everything that is said and done here is pleasing in your sight, that we would open our mind and our hearts to the word that we would leave here renewed and re-energized just by what you have to say in your word. God, thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for what he is for us in our lives. Thank you for just protecting and keeping us. God, we ask that you would remove distractions and barriers, that our attention would be singularly focused on you, All of these things we ask. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For most people, the holiday season is the time for giving or receiving gifts. This Christmas season, an estimated $465 billion will be spent on gifts. Now, if you're like me, I love giving gifts. I learned a long time ago that it is an art and a science to giving gifts. But where the sweet part comes in is when you get just the right gift that someone wanted. Have you ever been somewhere doing something and then God just says, uh, out of nowhere, hey, here's a good gift for this person. Maybe you want to get it. I was sitting in my house last week, and I was thinking of what I was going to get someone. And as I was thinking about what I was going to get them for Christmas, I heard the voice of God say to me, while you're thinking about what you're going to get everybody else for Christmas, Have you thought about what you're going to give me? And for all of us here, I believe that that question can apply to everyone in home and online. As we celebrate the Advent season, a season where we celebrate the gift of God being born, as we celebrate the gift of salvation, as we celebrate the gift of being right, made right before God through Jesus, I'll ask you the very same question that God asked me. What have you gotten God? What have you put on your list to give as a gift for God? If you haven't asked or answered that question, I believe that in our message today, there are three gifts that have been identified that you can give God. Because while you can never be God giving, you can make every effort to show your love and appreciation for Him. Our text today is Matthew, the second chapter, verses one through eleven. And I'd like to speak to you today from the thought of the best gift to give God. The best gift to to give God our foundational text on this morning comes from Matthew the second chapter verses 1 through 11 remember we're talking about the best gift to give God the first thing you need to remember is that you need to remember to give God the gift of your person you need to give God the gift of your person Matthew 2 verses 1 through 8 reads as such. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him gathering together all of the chief priests and scribes of the people. He inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophets and you Bethlehem land of Judah are by no means least among the leaders of Judah for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people, the inherently secret, secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me so that I may come and worship him. This is the story of the time shortly after the birth of Jesus. Matthew wrote this account as a testament to Jesus being the Christ of God. Starting in Genesis 315, the Bible foretold of the Messiah of God who would through the through his birth, death, burial, and resurrection take away the sins of the world. All throughout the Old Testament, the people of God are looking for the one who would lift the curse and the stain of sin from his people. His birth and his resurrection and death would usher in the opportunity for God's people to have a right relationship with him. His birth signified that God who was who he said he was, that he would do what he said he would do, and that through faith in Jesus, his people would have what he said only Jesus could provide. The Magi have just arrived in the east. They are looking for the one who has been born the king of the Jews. However, they showed up in Jerusalem looking for Jesus, but he was in Bethlehem. You know, sometimes you can look for the right thing in the wrong place. For many of us, These men were looking for the right God in the wrong place. But though they were in the wrong place, they weren't on the wrong mission. When you give God the gift of your person, you position yourself to be taken further than you ever imagined. Look at what the text says. The text says that these men came from the east. These men committed themselves to finding God no matter what the cost. The greatest common tragedy in our lives is that we give the gift of our person to the wrong person. There's nothing wrong with expressions of love and appreciation. And we spend countless amounts of hours shopping for others and not giving more of ourselves to God. These men gave their full person in order that they would find the life giving king you know in our comfort filled lives I would submit that at times all of us have forgotten the real reason for the season The reason for the season is not commercialism. The reason for the season is not materialism. It's not about how someone makes you or I feel. It's really about what you can give to God. And what you can give to the God who's given you everything. But look at what the text says in verse 2. It says they came looking for him. Where is he? Where is the king of the Jews? For we have come to worship him. People talk about Kanye West. But God will use the foolish things of this world to teach the wise. Now I mentioned Kanye West because there was a huge debate and a huge controversy that centered around Kanye West earlier this year because this brother had the audacity to praise God in a different kind of way. But while some people were criticizing and critiquing Kanye West for how he was praising and worshiping God, one thing you couldn't critique and criticize Kanye West for is that he was praising and worshiping God. What am I saying? brother made a commitment to give God his person and when he made a commitment to give God his person his possessions followed listen when you give God the full metal of your person when you give God the full extent of who you are when you dedicate yourself to God through prayer and practice and meditation you will be surprised and you will be amazed how God will move. Now, in our worship time, we had the praise team singers and Elder Mark Taylor, and they were singing about how amazing God was, that God is so amazing, and how God moves. Well, if you really want to see God move, give him your person. Look at what the Magi did. Remember, we said earlier they were looking for the right thing in the wrong place. Somebody, you've been complaining about COVID. You've been complaining about the pandemic. You've been complaining about the loss of of of, of jobs. That's sad. I know that. I've lost jobs too. I understand how devastating that can be. Somebody else, you've lost a loved one. Listen, you're not alone. I sympathize with you and I give you my condolences. I too have lost loved ones and we focus on all of these things and guess what? In the midst of all of that, God is talking to you and God is saying, guess what? I'm going to be with you through all of those things, but guess what? I need you to give me the gift of your person. Could it be that God is using all of these situations and circumstances and a worldwide pandemic and social unrest and the killing of unarmed black men and women and political upheaval. Could it be that God is moving through these situations that he's moving through these events that he's allowing all of these things to happen for one reason so that he can grab your attention so that you can give him the gift of your person. Listen, this ain't just no sermon. Years ago, years ago, I was in the music and entertainment business, and I've shared this story with many of you all before. I was in the music and entertainment business. Listen, I would give my whole person to the whole entertainment business. Anything that had to do with booking a show or securing talent or doing this or doing that, guess what? You could call Chris Johnson 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Why? Because I had given my person to my occupation. And as wonderful as all of that is, guess what? That occupation really wasn't the savior of my life. That occupation wasn't my Lord. That occupation wasn't the one that died for me. Listen, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but listen, God is demanding more of you. More worship, more prayer, more time of meditation, more time of inward reflection. You need to give God all of you. Listen, all hell is breaking loose in our world today. And in the middle of that, Versus focusing on what's not happening, let's focus on what is happening. God's given his son to you. Listen, everything, your eternal salvation is now secure. Why? Because Jesus was born. Not only because Jesus was born, but because he lived, because he died, because he was resurrected. Everything that God said he was going to do, he did. And so as you sit in your home with me on today, listen, I don't want you to think about anything else. I want you to think about one thing. I'm going to give God the gift of my person. I'm going to give God the gift of my person relationally. I'm going to be in right relationship with him, which means that if I don't have a relationship that is rooted in faith in him, I'm going to give my life to God right now. Guess what? If I do have a relationship with him that's rooted in faith with him, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try to get better. Look, God's not looking for your perfectionism, but he is looking for your, perp- for your participation. God's not looking for your perfectionism, but he is looking for your participation. God, out of my whole being, out of my whole self, out of my whole heart, I give everything I have to you. God, I lay myself bare before you, and I give you the gift of my person. You know the greatest tragedy of this text? The greatest tragedy of this text is that the men, the magi, the wise men, went to Jerusalem, the city of God, looking for God, and the people who were living in the city of God, named for God, were in shock because somebody was looking for God. And they're in the city of God and they should have been looking for him all the time. What am I saying? You don't always have to be in the right place to do the right thing. Sometimes you can be in the wrong place and still do the right thing. And guess what? When you do that, you're on the road to giving God your person. Listen. We're talking about the best gift to give God. The best gift to give God is the gift of your person. You know, on earlier I was sharing with you a story where I had been shopping, trying to find the right gift. I mean, I frantically, I frantically went over trying to find the right gift. And guess what? I finally found the right gift for this person. And so when I walked up to him, I gave him the gift. And the person accepted the gift, and you know what he said to me? He said, oh, man, thanks. I appreciate the gift, but I'm going to tell you what I really appreciate, Chris. I appreciate you just being here. What are you saying, Minister Chris? Somebody out there today, you've been giving all of yourself to somebody else you've been giving all of yourself to other people you've been giving all of yourself to your occupation you've been giving all of yourself to things that quite honestly in the grand scheme of things don't matter and i would like to recommend i would suggest to you the first is giving your person to someone else you give your person to the god who has already given you all because when you give your person to god you would be amazed in what he will do and where he will take you. Let's pray. God, we thank you for today and we bless your name. God, I thank you for being reminded in this story about the gift that is important but also, God, the byproduct and what should come from the gift that you gave us. God, every holiday season we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate the Advent season. We talk about and we worship Jesus for being sent. And God, we're so thankful for that. But God, help us to be reminded that the sending of Jesus is an opportunity for us to give ourselves to you. No more excuses. No more barriers in our way. No more second guessing and no more second thoughts and no more vacillating between what we know we should do and what we are doing. No, God, on this day we give you the gift of our person. God, I want to pray for families out here on this morning. God, we're all hurting. God, help us to give you the gift of our person in the midst of a pandemic. Help us to give you the gift of our person in the midst of undoubt and insecurity and nervousness and fear. God, help us to move past all of that and help us to give you the gift of our person. Because God, when we give you the gift of our person, We're then positioned by you to go to heights that we had never imagined. God, thank you for this day. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for this year. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for putting a a hedge of protection around us. God, thank you for for helping us to maintain. I know everything ain't ain't been perfect, but God, you've positioned us. And so, God, just thank you for all of that. God, we pray all of these things. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've listened to that message and you sense God moving on your spirit, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, goodhope.org. And if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's a prompt right there that says, I want to accept Jesus. Scroll down to that prompt. Click on it. There's a special message waiting on you from our senior pastor, Dr. D.Z. Cofield. If you're not really sure about giving your life to Christ, but you want to find out more about Jesus, guess what? We ain't forgot about you either. Go to the same website. There's a prompt that says, I want to learn more about giving my life to Christ. Click on that prompt. There's a special message from you from our senior pastor as well. Good hope, it's time to give. Now, if you look on your screen, we have seven ways to give. Uh, In whichever way that you choose to give, uh, we have seven ways that are available to you. And so we want to thank you for your giving, and we want to remind you that Your giving supports the kingdom-building work that we're doing here at Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Now, I have one reminder for you. We want want to invite you to come join us on next Thursday. Next Thursday, right here, same place, 7 o'clock p.m., we are going to have a New Year's Eve message from none other than our senior pastor. Now, if you've heard him on New Year's Eve before— You know that it is always such a dynamic, powerful message that we get from our senior pastor, Dr. D.Z. Cofield. And so we want to invite you to come join us as we bring the new year in together. Look, God is doing something amazing in you. He's doing something amazing in me. We want to ask that you just continue just to allow God to do some amazing things in you. Remember, Good Hope loves you. Our pastor loves you. We love you. And most importantly, God loves you. Have a great week. God bless.